Hi, I'm Rumbi, and I'm just a normal Christian girl doing what she loves to do, and that's speaking about Jesus. Welcome to my podcast. A space where we motivate, encourage, and help each other walk boldly in our journeys with God. Each week, we discuss lessons from the Bible, relevant topics, and much more. So grab your Bible, bring your coffee and pens, and let's dive straight into today's episode. I'm your host, Rumbi Tsachimisa, and welcome to Just a Normal Christian Girl podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Just a Normal Christian Girl podcast. If it's your first time here, hey, my name is Rumbi, and I'm super stoked that you are joining me for today's episode because I'm joined with a very special guest, Abigail Dean. She has such a big heart, not only for God, but for those around her. She is a fellow podcaster like me. She has her own podcast called The 14s Redeemed Podcast. And guys, she is just doing amazing things for the kingdom of God right now. Hey girl, how are you doing? Hey guys, I'm doing amazing. Rombi, thank you so much for having me on this episode. I'm so excited to get into it. I can't believe I'm talking to you all the way from America to yeah, it's crazy. South Africa, right? <laughs> yeah, the time South zones are crazy. They're so different. What time is it right now? Um, right now it is 10, half, half past 10 in the night. Oh my gosh. And there's Dang. like 2 p.m., right? Yeah, it's, a, it's like 1.30 right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, we still got this done. I'm super excited yes. to be having this conversation with you. But before we get into all that stuff, I want to get to know you a bit. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, do you want to like know my testimony or do you want to know just like I guess my background. You can share a bit of your testimony and your background. Okay, perfect. So um, for my background, I guess I am 18 years old. Currently, I am not in school. Well, I'm supposed to be in college, but I'm taking a gap year. So it's amazing. I am a internship, an internship at Las Vegas Bible Collective at my church, the Church LV. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm an internship and then I have my own small group and yeah, that's my little background of myself. And then I can share a little summary of my testimony. So I never grew up in a real, I grew up in like a Catholic home, but not, we weren't, we didn't follow the religious, the religious, like, I, I guess rules of it. So I always considered myself as Catholic. And then I went to a Catholic high school and set, and then since seventh grade, I've been coming to the church LV. So then I considered myself as Christian Catholic, which is not really a thing. <laughs> um, not a thing. <laughs> I consider myself that. But yeah, so I've been going to church LV since seventh grade. I didn't I didn't know why I was going to church. I just knew it was just about God. I just believed in God, but I didn't have that relationship. So I was just going because it was just more of like a routine for me. And um, 2018, 2019 was when I stopped going to church. And that was when I was kind of doing my own thing. It was high school. I was a junior. So I was going out partying. I was trying to do things that everyone else was doing. I wanted to have the attention and 
it was just a lot that I was doing in this, in the span of two years. And I was left miserable. I was in a a depressive state, um, had suicidal thoughts, and it was just a lot going on for me in the span of two years. And so, yeah, so I was just going to just different guys. I was doing all these things that I thought would fulfill me. And there was for sure a void in my heart. And I was trying to look for things of the world to fill that void in my heart. And so in at the very, very end, probably like a little bit before Christmas of 2019, there was just something I was on Instagram and I just saw a post of my church. We have Wednesday nights, youth nights that are called dedicated. And so I saw a post and there was a dedicated and I was like, why not go? So I went. And then I got plugged into a small group and then I kind of was starting to get back into my faith, but not completely. And so during quarantine of 2020 in March, that was when we started quarantine, my aunt um, got me a Bible. She ordered me a Bible and then got delivered here for my birthday. I didn't know why I was like, okay, that's weird, but she had my name engraved. It was like a really pretty Bible, all that. So I was like so excited to read it. And so I started reading it. And then it's crazy because I didn't even realize that I was being transformed because then I was starting to like, I guess, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just, I just start my perspective started to change on so much things. Yeah. And it was just crazy. I wasn't even realizing that I was being changed, but um, after reading the book of Matthew, that was when I was just completely sobbing my eyes out. And I was just on my bed, literally on my bed in my room. I surrendered my life to Jesus. And I said, just do whatever you want with me. I'm done trying to do things on my own. And so that's when I rededicated my life to Jesus. And then ever since that, I've never been the same. And um, yeah, so that's just a little bit of my testimony. And now... I'm doing this. So, but yeah. I love your testimony. I first heard it um, on your podcast. And, you know, when you were talking about it, one of the things you said that really stood out to me was you said, even though I stopped pursuing God, he never stopped pursuing me. And I saw, I just thought that was so powerful because, you know, even though sometimes we abandon God, even though we don't spend time with him, God doesn't stop chasing us. God doesn't stop loving us. He has this unconditional love for his children. And yeah, we don't really deserve it, but he still loves us and he still cares for us. So when I first heard um, your testimony on your podcast, you said how when you first started reading your Bible and when you first started your journey for God, you were so on fire for him. And clearly right now you are still so on fire for him and you still have so much passion for him in your life. So do you have tips for people who are slowly losing the passion and fire for Jesus or people who are slowly starting to move away from their faith? Yeah, I would say that's First of all, what's causing that is for sure the enemy because the enemy, his mission is to basically just keep you as far from God as possible. So I would say to see what is causing you to start falling away. It could be, it could even be like people who you are hanging out with. It could be your family. It could be the things that you're doing, I guess. But yeah, I would say see what is causing you to do this. And 
something practical to keep you, I guess, staying closer to Jesus is being in community. Um, was being surrounded by kingdom people, by kingdom friends, and being in a small group. Nothing's more important than staying in a small group with and being and surrounding yourself with kingdom friends because they're the people who can who will raise you up and who will continue to give you advice and encouragement. And you could do Bible studies with them. You can talk about Jesus with them. So I would say for sure, community and being and being plugged into a church too. I said this in my my podcast on one of my episodes. I it, will, it was in my episode of Kingdom Friendships, and I said that that small groups and just like being in a church is so important because we just like need each other's presence. And the devil, the, there's nothing more than the devil wants is to for us to be so to be undivided. Like he want that's his mission is to keep us away from being united and to keep us divided. And so the more division there is, the more that we'll feel lonely, the more that we're going to, I guess, just be more depressed, more sad. And then we're not going to be the woman or the man of God that we are called to be. And yeah, so I would say just community, 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 get plugged into a church, get plugged into a small group. So yeah, yeah. definitely. And I love what you said about the in the beginning, because The one thing the devil wants to take away from you is your faith. Because yes. if he has your faith, that's that's all he needs from you. And I totally mm-hmm. agree um, about what you said about the power of community. You know, yes, um, all of us were each supposed to have our own individual relationships with God. But one of the ways we can grow closer to God is through community, through surrounding yes. ourselves with people that can hold us accountable, people we can do Bible studies with. And you talked about in the beginning um, how you um, do internship at a church. And so you are con- you are surrounded by people um, who can help you build your faith and people that can help you be more like Jesus. You know, yeah. the Bible says that bad company corrupts good morals. So if you surround yourself with bad people, your faith is not going to grow. You're not yeah. going to get close to God, but you're actually going to um, move further and further away from him and I guess another practical thing um, that could help someone who is um, drifting away from God is getting more and more into the word of God I know these days life can get super busy but just making sure we regularly make it a habit to get into his word you know something that I found was so interesting in my life is that growing up I would read the bible at like um, surface level I would just read it Um, and leave it there. But lately, as I've been growing up, I've been reading it and actually digging into it, actually really studying it. And I found that when I studied it, I just wanted to learn more and more about God, you know. And so some of the, some of the resources I use is a resource called Blue Letter Bible and EnjoyingWord.com. Those are some good things you guys could use. Um, some commentaries if you really want to study your Bible more. So yes. one of the things I've learned about journeying with Jesus is that just because you're saved, just because you gave your life to Jesus doesn't mean that we're not going to experience temptation. You know, as we journey with Jesus, there are going to be things that will distract us, things that will tempt us to yeah. go back and live the life we lived before we came to him. So are there some things that helped you stay close to God whenever you were facing temptation? When I facing temptation I would for sure pray about it first I mean I would yeah I would pray about it first 
ask Jesus to just take away the temptation because temptation cannot overcome us because if we have Jesus in our lives, Jesus defeated the devil. And even and in the Bible, Jesus was um, tempted, tempted by the by Satan and the devil wasn't able to tempt him because Jesus was just all powerful. He was almighty. But yeah, I like how you said that we're going to be t- tempted no matter what in our journey. And in our journey, we're in our journey with God. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows. That's when, when we are walking with Jesus and we're getting closer to him even more. This Satan is going to even come at us even more, which is very discouraging to hear, but it's so true because the enemy knows that we're capable of something in the future, that that we have a future, that that God is calling us to something so much higher and Satan is scared of us. He's afraid of our future. (laughs) Yeah, he's afraid of our future. So he's going to keep reminding us of our past. He's going to keep putting these feelings into our into us and making us feel things that we don't want to feel and just th- feelings that we don't even think of feeling. And it's, I would just say, just pray. And also if you have a leader, I would say, Hey, like send them a text or call them. Hey, I'm going through this and it's the spiritual warfare. And I don't talk to them about it. A leader. That's what I would do too. But yeah, that's my advice for that one. Yes, definitely. Never, ever underestimate the power of prayer. You know, I feel like we see praying as something so simple, but actually it's so powerful. Prayer can move mountains. Prayer can open doors where they were never supposed to be doors. Prayer can do such powerful, amazing things in our lives. Yes. And I love how you mentioned the story of when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. Because, you know, when the devil tried to tempt Jesus over and over again, Jesus used scripture. Um, he used scripture to resist temptation. So when we're the, whenever we are feeling temptation, whenever we feel like sinning and going back into our past lives before we were saved, we can use scripture to resist the devil. Because as you said, yeah. the devil is threatened by us. You know, yeah. he will do anything and everything to stop us from reaching and becoming the person God has called us and becoming yeah. the person that God wants us to be. So definitely, I think. Yeah prayer and using scripture to resist temptation is a very powerful one yeah when you said just how we can and how we can use scripture to fight off the devil is also if we put on the full armor of god definitely every single day so the helmet of salvation the breastplate of breastplate of righteousness shield of faith belt of truth and the shoes of peace it's so important to put it on every single day to fight off the enemy so that we have the power the god-given authority to step on serpents and snakes but yeah that was one also one thing i forgot which scripture that was what um book that was in but yeah i would say that too is very important yeah definitely i think sometimes we forget to do that you know Mm -hmm. we wake up we do anything but pray and we just continue our day without actually putting on the full armor of God, without actually getting into the presence of God, because those are the, you know, small things, but yeah. they have, they're so important, have such a big impact on our lives and can yeah. literally change the direction of our day. Yes. 
So in one of your episodes um, on your podcast, you mentioned how you wanted to uh, first get into the medical field as a career. But as you started to journey with Jesus, as you started your relationship with Jesus, you realized that that wasn't something he wanted you to do, but rather he wanted you to be a speaker. He wanted you to start a podcast. So was it difficult for you to drop something that you at first was so sure you wanted to do and step out in faith and pursue something that God wanted you to do? Yes, for sure. It was absolutely very difficult for me because I heard him tell me that. And it was just like, I think that for me, I realized that I know why, because I probably would have been honestly like worshiping money more than worshiping God. Yeah. And it was some, I think it was something that my flesh desired to do instead of what God wants me to do. You still help people, of course. You still you still save people's lives and all that, which is absolutely amazing. But also, I just don't like being in school. I don't. <laughs> I understand. It was that. just, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, you have to be in school for another 10 years before you actually become a doctor. And that was also another thing. I was like, oh, I can't do that because I don't like school. But I still have the passion for learning about the brain, yeah, like psychologically. So I still want to pursue that, but not necessarily be a neurosurgeon. But it was difficult, but also was kind of relief for me. But yeah, I was praying about it because I was like, okay, well, if you don't want me to be in the medical field, God, then what do you want me to do? Because I like have no, I absolutely have like no idea what I want to do. And on a dedicated night, at my youth, at my church on a youth night, I preached a five minute message. It was called, it's called a five on five. So we have five students speaking a five minute message. And so after that, that's when God told me like, be a speaker. I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) I was like, you serious? I was always like super insecure about my voice. Yeah. Because when I was in elementary school, I had speech impediment and stutter. So I was in a special ed class. I couldn't pronounce like almost every word I was saying. So yeah, that, that was, I think that was something that kind of, that that is the root of why I was very insecure about my voice. But now I know that God is using my past for his glory, that he's using something from his past for my future. So, but yeah, it was difficult. But now I'm like excited, but also really nervous. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, what you said kind of reminded me of the story of Moses. When God told Moses um, to do something, to yes. go speak to Pharaoh, but Moses was like, no, I can't speak properly. No, I have all these problems. And, you know, that just kind of shows that when God tells us to do things, Instead of looking, um, instead of looking to his strength and power, we often look at our weaknesses. We often look at all the things we yes. can't do and make excuses. You know, oh, I can't do this, God, because I struggle with this. Oh, I can't do yeah. this because I struggle with this. But the truth is, it's not what we can do. It's what God can do through us. Right. And so. Yeah. I wanted to ask you this question. Do you have any advice for people who know God has called them to do something out of their comfort zone? Um, They know God has called them to do something 
um, besides what they're doing now, but they're afraid to leave the known. They're afraid to go into the uncertainty. Do you have any advice for those people? Yeah, um, I would say that don't believe that's if you have fear about what God's calling you to do, I would say that's also a lie of the enemy. And the enemy is trying to hold you back because if God has called you to something so much higher and you know it, but you're afraid, the enemy is afraid of you because you are capable of doing something so much higher. But if you are afraid, if you're anxious about it, I would say, you know, honestly, you're just going to have to, you just do it. But also I would say, speak to others speak to your kingdom friends your pastor your leader pray about it too it's going to be worth it at the end because you're doing the will of god you're doing the will that god has for you and the purpose for what god is calling us to do is to help people so what you were called to do from god is helping people because and i said this in my um in my podcast too the world has something that you that you are offering. The no, the world needs what I don't know. Saying that right, the, the you world, have. The, I the, think the, I I listened to the episode. The, I think it's, yeah. <laughs> the world you have something the world is craving. Yes, <laughs> you have something that the world is craving. You have something in you, but you just need just ask God for courage. Ask God to give you that faith to step out because we're not called in our Christian walk. We're not called to stay in our comfort zone. We're called to go out and step Mm -hmm. out in our faith. That's what being a Christ follower is. And that's what it also means to take up our cross every day and to go and do what God has called us to do. It's going to be hard because it was very hard for me to step out of my comfort zone because I was very comfortable in where I was. And I liked doing what I was doing, but just know that if you, once you step out of that comfort zone, you're capable of doing so much more. There's so much more for you. There's going to be more doors opening for you. Mm. And God is going to look down and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. It's going to be so worth it at the end because you're going to make God just smile. So I would say, talk to God about it, read your word. That's so cliche to say. That's so like on the surface to say, but it's just like you got to. That was using the scripture, like we said earlier, using the scripture to fight off the lies of the enemy. And um, yeah, I would say community. That's why we have community to go talk to people about what you're struggling with and what the enemy is trying to tell you that is a lie. So, but yeah, I would say for that one. Yeah. And you know, God isn't going to call us to do something he hasn't prepared us for. You know, right. God has God isn't going to tell us to do something that he knows we're not going to be able to handle. And so, yes, yeah. in the moment, it's scary. We're like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I going to do yeah. it? You know, right. This Christian life, we aren't called to walk inside. You know, yeah. we're called to walk in faith. So yes, in the moment, it's scary. Yes, in the moment, all we see is uncertainty, but we need to learn to put our faith and trust in Jesus because he has a plan and purpose for your life, a plan to give you hope in the future. And, you know, the Bible says that whatever you go through, God is going to use it for your good. So we just need to learn um, to trust and put our faith in Jesus. So as we end off this episode, I wanted to ask you this one last question. What are some of the ways your life has changed for the better since following Jesus? 
Um, for me, I would say serving people and I guess stepping out of my comfort zone. There's just so many things, but also what also what God has given me ever since surrendering my life to Jesus is giving me the spirit of patience and the fruits of the spirit too. But for the better too, God has, he has, it was really hard, but he's taken people out of my life that he knows that shouldn't be in my life. Yeah. And it was hard for me to, it was hard for me in that process when God was doing that because they started to not talk to me. They started to not support the things that I was doing that I'm doing now. It was hard. But then I realized that there, that was for a reason and it was it was for my better because those are the people that I was partying with. Those are the people that I would just do things that I shouldn't be doing. But now I know that God was protecting me, that God is protecting me and he's continually taking people out of my life. He's put people in my life. Yeah. So I would say the people, the friends that I used to have, they were, it was for a purpose. And yeah, so friends. Yeah, it was it was hard. Yeah, it was hard. Um, following Jesus is going to cost you something. It's always going to cost you something, and it's gonna. That's like kind of it was. That was disencouraging for me to hear. But following Jesus is going to cost you something. It's going to cost you relationships. It's going to cost you friends. It's going to cost you time. It's going to cost you other things. But for me, for sure, it me following Jesus cost me friends that weren't meant to be in my life. Now, like, I know why, and I'm grateful because God heard conversations that I didn't hear. He saw things that I didn't see. Mm. And yeah, it, I think that for sure is a big one. Ever since following Jesus, he's taken people out of my life, but then he re- replaced those people and put kingdom people, kingdom friends in my life and leaders. So yeah, I would say that one. Yeah, and that's why, you know, you said that, you say what I what you said that I found so interesting was you said that following Jesus is going to cost you something, and that is why um, I think it's in the book of Luke, chapter nine or chapter fourteen. The Bible tells us to count the cost of following Jesus because yeah. you know this Christian walk you can't just give up halfway. You know yeah. you have to travel the whole journey that's why Jesus tells us before you decide to follow me count the cost are you actually prepared to be my disciple and you know what you said about losing friends in the moments it's hard it's painful but you know in the moment when we're going through something bad all we see is the pain um we don't see God's full purpose and plan the situation but God sees everything he sees the past he sees the present he sees the future and you know God works everything out for the good of those who love him so yes in the moment it was painful but in the future you gain kingdom friendships look at where you are now you're a much better person a much godlier person than you were back then and yeah so Abigail thank you so much for spending time with me and having this conversation can you tell us where to find you your social media page all that good stuff yeah so my instagram is 14s redeemed and my main is abigail k dean that's i think that's like the only social media that i have of my podcast but i also have an email info redeemed podcast.com no at gmail.com sorry 
I have that because if you have a testimony that you want to share, because I like, because I really value testimonies and there's and just the power of testimonies. Yeah, so you have, have yeah, if you have a testimony, for sure email it to me because I want to start sharing that on my episodes. But yeah, just like my Instagram. Well, guys, if you want to um, get in contact with Abigail, I'll put all her details in the description of this episode. But guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope you have an amazing week with God. Remember and never forget, Jesus loves you. Peace.